Werewolf bar mitzvah, spooky, scary. Boy turns into man, man turns into wolf. Good evening and welcome to tonight's show. We're doing another review episode. This is going to be, you know, short and sweet like we did last night. Talked about May. Had our uh, uh, CEO of Riot Stickers. And tonight we have uh, returning co-host guest co-host bob rose let me bring him out bap, bap, bap. what's up hey bob hey hello that was we i feel like we're just like we're, we're piecing it together on the fly tonight yeah that's the way it happened that's the way the cookie crumbles sometimes you just gotta sing werewolf bar mitzvah by tracy morgan and roll with the punches technically by tracy jordan come on yeah, you're right. My bad. My bad. That's. Let's, it's, I'm kidding. It's fine. Let's make sure that we're we're being accurate here. Actually, I have probably have a lot more questions for you than okay. you have for me. Okay, go ahead. Well, no, I just mean like in in the uh, in the review and whatnot. Um, tonight we're talking. Okay, let me first off let me say this is Bob Rose. He's fucking awesome. Love this dude. Uh, good friend and fellow podcaster. Uh, trudging the the merry road of podcasting with me um, along the way. He's been doing it, been doing it for 12 something years. He's got a network called thundergrunt.com podcast empire. He's a podcast. It's, it's a podcast called Thundergrunt and it has a few different shows on it. I always mess that part up. It's Bob fine. always you're, has to correct me. <laughs> Jeff, you are far from the only person to do that. It literally started as a network. So. I know, but we like talk about this all the time, like I know. And, like just like branding stuff. So I should know better. Right? No, uh, Thundergrunt. Yeah, but I when I just think of Thundergrunt as a consolidating name under which all things are Bob Rose. But yes, it's a podcast. It's, Thundergrunt is a podcast. It's like it. My Thundergrunt to me is what your name is to you. I just didn't use Bob Rose. Kind just of be Bob Thundergrunt is what you're really trying to undergrunt. say. Undergrunt, or you should be T Rundergrunt. That would be. T Rundergrunt. That's so. Hey man, look. You. No one knows what works online. <laughs> Nothing makes any sense. Nothing makes sense. Yeah. Nothing makes sense. Um, and you can find all his stuff at thundergrunt.com and uh great. I can't recommend the uh writer's blockbuster podcast or show, show, show the show. It's a great <laughs> show. If you want to learn, don't kill me, Bob. Don't I'm, bite no, my head it's off. Fine, man. It's fine, yeah. When Bob says it's fine, I love when Bob says it's fine. The people, sounds... my co-hosts of that show, call it a podcast. I can't stop them. I've tried for five years. You can only correct people so much. You know what I mean? I know, but I just love it when your like response to something is it's fine. It's like my favorite. Like I want to get that a needle point of that. Like I think you should have a needle point of that framed on your wall because it's, it's just like. Yeah, I just I love it when you say that. I'll it, say like, that on my deathbed. So How was your life? It was fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. No, but no, you don't say it like that. You use the hesitation. When you say it's fine, it's like a it's a period. It's uh, it's, it's like a punctuated thing. It's fine. Yeah. Lynn says I'm no pack wolf. Wolf's blood. We got wolf's blood in our fucking Hell veins. Yeah, wolf's blood. We don't know what we're going through. No one ever did. Not when we get like this. Not inside our heads. Our heads. Um, and I feel my heart pumping and I feel my muscles twitch and I know I'm not a man. Those are lyrics by Glenn Danzig for the song Wolf's Blood. Okay. That's what Lynn's referring to. Um, so tonight we are talking not, it's technically, it's not a movie, although some people would argue that it is a movie that it falls under I feature. I think it's a, I think it counts as a movie, but Marvel doesn't seem to stay. It's a movie. It's a special featurette it's a featurette it is this here's the question uh jeff is the star wars holiday special a movie yes it's an anthology so you're counting it as a movie <laughs> no i no, it's a special okay well then i would think that would be the same rules that apply to this right i yeah i'm counting Even though this it, it's this is a movie more so than the star wars special it's like 50 minutes long and a movie by the academy standards apparently is 42 minutes which is the most ridiculous thing i that I've ever this heard on letterboxd as a me, movie. Too. So, me too so i mean like 
it kind if of you can log like it on if you can log it on Leatherbox and it's you not can, a short it's you a can feature. log um you can log comedy specials on Letterbox. Yeah, I log comedy so, specials. Right. So go. if you can do that, I f- and those kind of count as movies too. There's they're like Eddie Murphy's were like considered movies and theaters. Yeah, delirious or whatnot. That's right. like a spoken a word. It's a spoken word right. movie. Although as, t- by today's standards, it would be a podcast. <laughs> as, right. Well, as me, Jeff, behind the scenes, as we've talked about for like the last two years, the definition of movie is so loose now it doesn't yeah. really have any definition i make no budget movies every night right here with my and we're making one right now this is literally i just dropped a pen this is this is literally a documentary film about the making of werewolf <laughs> by night it's not a good one probably <laughs> it's got no guests it's got it's no not black and research. white <laughs> it's not in black and white either but it's got sound and video and it will last around oh, an hour so Oh shit! There you go. There it is. That's 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 the that's the mustard in the pie. People are putting podcasts on IMDb now, so that's ridiculous. Okay, well, that's ridiculous. That's I haven't done that. I haven't done that. I'd be the most pro. I'd be one of the most prolific podcast per people. That's not true, but yeah, like in a short span. Imagine you're directing credits. <laughs> if every stream is a movie. Ah yes. I turn them out like butter. You'd make Scorsese look fucking useless. Like with the Yeah. <laughs> oh no, careful. Don't GD don't get GDT on us. Okay? Oh, come on. You know, I'm kidding. It was a joke. I know, I know, I know. I'm just saying I'm just he's saying, like the Scorsese's boogeyman. He's made like what? How many movies? 25, no, 30? I, I, I know. You could I know. make 400, man. <laughs> could be at I know, but I'm just saying because GDT is so like lovingly defensive of I know. Of, of Scorsese. That's the joke. That's the joke, if, Bob. I know, but if GDT attacked you, you would just get more fans. Like, not good if ones. GDT attacked me, he wouldn't actually attack me. He's such like a soft, cuddly man. He would he like is. tickle me. He's a good. He would man. just tick. He would just tickle me, and I'd be like, <laughs> you know what? It's a good segue because, like, I have to imagine that GDT's favorite MCU project ever so far has got to be Werewolf by Night, right? It has yeah. to be. What could it? What else could it be? I I don't know. Um, it definitely listen. It's definitely one of my favorite. Like from a visual aspect, it's probably my single most favorite Marvel thing. I think it's the best looking Marvel thing. Um, that I okay. So it's I didn't take. Yes, it's up there. I didn't take notes for this because here did I. I yeah. Well, I you know I kept falling asleep every night in bed. Like I have a gravity blanket, as you know. And when I put the gravity blanket on, yeah, I, I like fight my, I can't stay awake. So right, I like right. pass out. Even if I had caffeine, I finally found something that can't counteract about the, the effects of ca- caffeine. Uh, I'll just put a gravity blanket on. I'll just pass out. Uh, it's like the greatest thing in the world. But um, yeah, so I finally watched it. It's fresh in my mind and I have, okay, I have a bunch of stuff to say, but how do you want to cut this? cut this cucumber should we just go into it I mean, just yeah it's it's a it's not like it's a long like you said it's a short thing yeah it is it's pretty it sh- it's short and it's simple it's not it's not like we're dissecting um you know like <laughs> some like a shakespearean play here not not, not well it. well i will say okay so here's the thing i absolutely loved it i did like it oh i yeah. liked it i loved it yeah i liked it um but I I do have some nitpicks, but first let's start with the positive. Right. Um, the the stylized aesthetic, you know, throwback to the universal monster stuff, as everybody's been saying, really is tremendous. It's just tremendous. It's, it's so wonderful. It's not just tremendous. It's like finally seeing that with a budget by a studio to try to aiming to do that style. Oh, you know, it's and gorgeous. You really, you I really need to see th- more of it. Give me more. You, you need to throw. We need. I think what the most interesting part of this for me is is Michael Giacchino, um, the director. Because yeah. I mean, if you know, if anyone knows who he is, he he's like, I think his IMDb credits for composing are is in like the one hundred and fifty range, like for film uh, film composing. Like he's a composer. Wow. Um, and if you and, he, na- and here he is directing. He's directing a symphony of visual feast. Right. I mean, like literally, you name one a big movie from the last 10 years, 
Michael Giacchino is probably involved in the music. Like, this is a guy who has worked, okay? But now he's behind the camera, and it's awesome. It looks incredible. And it's not just the black and white. It Like, I thought that the directing itself was great. Like the blocking and and yes, you know, the oh yeah, 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 awesome. for sure. Yeah. Yes, yes, I will agree. So first of all, uh, it was shot digitally, and sure. they used a you know they used some black and white filters and whatnot to go over it. Um, however, there's something else that they have tried to emulate. What they used to do in the golden age of celluloid. Um, you know, sometimes it was in the contracts of the of the 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 actresses that would star in these these studio pictures. You would take a stocking, a very fine stocking, and put it over. Not necessarily. I don't know if it's the lens or if it's uh, behind the lens. It's not in front of the lens. I think it's behind the lens. It goes directly over the. Right, so it's like out of focus almost completely. Oh yeah, come one hundred percent out of focus. Yeah, yeah, it muddies the whole thing. Up. What it well, what it's meant to do is it's meant to soften all of the features, and that's what all the starlets liked. They wanted that was a very particular. It was, it was the original, uh, like Instagram skin filter. It was the original skin filter. That's literally yeah, yeah. what it was. And you know, I mean, there are other effects that are done that have been done in camera. It's an, also it's an in camera effect. There are other effects that have been done in camera. Like for instance, if you watched uh, the Devil and Daniel Webster from nineteen forty three, I think it is um, when the when when the Satan's jury is you know um, trying to you know when they're having the trial. Uh, they smeared Vaseline all over the lens, which is getting another effect that's not obviously the silk stalking effect, but the idea is to sort of, you know, make everything look like chaos and gross and out of focus and weird. And in this, in in Werewolf by Night, you absolutely have the silk stalking soft image softening of the image and i just know that what that had to have been an aesthetic choice yeah I, I bet it was done in post i don't think it would have been done um absolutely but, yeah. done in post probably done in post, done in but post. Yeah, yeah and 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 you know they have you have a they have things they can do today where it doesn't lose detail but it also creates that right effect. whereas putting a stocking behind the lens would totally lose detail to some right. degree you know what i mean well well you know usually when you're shooting anything in today's day and age that especially if you're if it's going to be digitally manipulated you want the highest resolution right, possible right. even if you're going to make it look like vhs some would argue why not give it more truth by just shooting on vhs you know like I mean, some movies go, do that yeah some movies for sure do that um but but um you know there's i don't know there's two different schools of thought in any case the the black and white is gorgeous and they also they also in, uh employ the shakes the the sorry the spielberg effect uh from jurassic park you know the reason why the cgi looks as good as it does in jurassic park even today this is a movie that's 30 years old next year and the reason why it's T-Rex -T holds up so well, there's a few reasons. One, they they interspersed it with like a real, real robotic models, but they shot, they had the setting at nighttime and they had it when it was raining. And those two things helped to sell the realism of something that otherwise might look too uncanny as, as we've seen but, in so many different CGI things. Right, right but I would argue that so what you're talking about is maybe the biggest surprise. I like somehow the internet didn't spoil the surprise for me of the CG character we're talking yeah. about. Spoilers. Um, spoilers. If yeah, I assume that this was a spoiler. Uh, this is a spoiler review. Totally. Um, yeah, the internet did not. I couldn't. And I, my 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 jaw was on the floor because I'd never thought that fucking man thing would be. <laughs> on screen ever well, I there's a man there's a man thing live action movie from 2005 i know but i didn't think of mcu that's what i meant i didn't right I, like I, I didn't think the mcu sure. would ever bother with man thing sure and uh I, but i would say you're right uh the black and white 
and the lighting absolutely sell him completely. But I really like how he looked at the end when it was color. Yeah, I no, he, I looked, he, looked, he looked fine, but like that's just a few shots. You know, yeah, but you I still have thought it looked great. Yeah, I thought it looked great too. And I love that the colors were muted. It was very nice. Uh, Lynn, I have not. I have not seen that video. I have I seen check it Mr. Out. Bungle videos. I don't know if I've seen that one. Um, but you know, the colors are muted. And again, like it's easy to do any sort of visual thing if it's only for a little bit, or it's generally, especially if they're not doing anything, if they're kind of just like slinking. It's like when you start to like give when you start to give weight to something that doesn't exist and that's lighter than air, it's as light as the imagination. How about that? Yeah, if that, they, if that concept makes sense to you. We didn't have to, they didn't show man thing like running across a battlefield fighting minions, you know, like we didn't see that. At least not in color. I mean, they yeah, show yeah, them running in black and white, but uh, yeah, but it, the you know. black and white pretty much it's it's kind of like the uh member of the mist. The mist for sure. Yeah, it, like like spell... mist GI is a little off when you watch it in color, but when you a do little that off, it's 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 atrocious. Oh shit. Oh, there you are, Bob. Yeah, oh, you're you're I breaking freeze? up really bad, dude. I'm just letting so you know. So are you. You uh, were just breaking up. Oh, you're breaking up for me. <laughs> right now? Yeah, it's fine. I can but... hear you now. All right, as long as you can hear me, who cares? That's just the picture. Uh, no, I've, you've, uh, no, this whole time you've never been a solid video feed for me. Are you serious? Yeah, I, I don't know if the if the if anyone watching feels has seen the same thing, but so you're telling me this entire time we've been talking, I've just been mushed to you visually, but your voice is coming through. You you know what's funny? Like that's such the eye of the beholder because I'm looking at myself right now and I'm moving and grooving just fine. Uh, yeah, so I, I don't know. I don't know. Let me look um, on YouTube. Keep talking. Okay. Uh, what was I saying? We were talking. Uh, no, we're just talking about like, we're talking about how uh, a, the black and white, how the black and white covers a lot of the cracks. Oh, yeah. Like, so, yeah, the mist is the best example. I actually don't mind bad effects that much like other people do. But the mist, is, the mist CGI is egregious. egregious. I, I don't agree that it's egregious. I think it's just not great. It's but egregious. It's not great. But the black and white totally like goes over it and makes it really palatable if you watch the director's cut um and that is the best cut of the mist in my opinion i i like the moment i saw it in black and white it like changed my entire view of everything because like the first time you see that tentacle yeah it looks like i'm choppy as hell that sucks yeah, I don't know. It it's, is what it is. I didn't know if it was just me saying it or everyone else. No, uh, I'm choppy. You sound okay yeah, though. So that's what. As important. long as I sound okay, that's the, that's all that matters. Um, you know, that, so, yeah, yeah. this isn't the mist though. I mean, I'm pretty sure Werewolf by Night, if it was in color, would look fine. It, it wouldn't look bad, but it looks that much more beautiful how they did it. Yeah, it's almost yeah. glowing in the dark. Yeah, like it's like it's beautiful, and yeah. So Man Thing is just infinitely more um, effective because it's at nighttime in black and white, which was my main point. That was my whole point of that diatribe. And, you know? and to balance that out too, like the reason this works for me is man thing. I am totally hundred percent fine with being a CG creation. That's fine with me, especially like <laughs> man thing versus swamp thing. If I had to choose one of those two, man thing is definitely the one that should be CG. Really? Oh, I would choose, I would choose swamp thing no. hands down. No, I meant like, I think Swamp Thing should be a, a man, a person in a suit. That's oh, like, yes. I think Swamp Thing should have human eyes. Is what I'm saying. One hundred percent agree right, with you. Right. Yeah. But, but Man Thing doesn't need that. Man Thing does not right. need that. But the reason this all works is because they let the main character stay a practical person in a werewolf suit. Right, it very, no point, very much it so. Never turned into the Marvel uh, CGI smash them up because of that. You know what I mean? Like it never felt like it was too much. But they do take advantage. Once again, they take advantage of every single dark angle that they can when he's fully transformed as a werewolf. There's one. Uh, there's a. It's a oneer. I don't know if it would qualify as. A, I guess it's a oneer. It's a. It's zooming. It's a zooming in shot. And the, I don't know if it's like the electrical static from the stun guns or something that causes things to light up for a moment. It's just so, it's a masterful shot. And the werewolf is in the center and he's coming forward as the, the camera's pulling back. 
Yeah, and it's not um, that it keeps like keeps captioning on Twitter and saying this this shot, you know, like that. Oh, okay, that's yeah. yes. It, it's just it's a it's a beautiful shot, and yeah. again, you know, we never really because of the black and white, because of those shadows, like we never even really get to zero in on the werewolf in a meaningful way where we're like, Oh yeah. Like, like my brain couldn't even decide how effective the no, werewolf looked. You I know, they, they because... kind of kept his face out of the, out of it mostly. Like, I think there Which might be fine. It oh worked, yeah. No. That worked. That, that there, was good. There might know? be two shots. I think that his face was even remotely clear, you know? Right. And it's a right. guy and it's, and it is, it's a guy in makeup and that's fine. There's it's absolutely a guy in makeup. Yeah. And you know, the key thing, there's the one guy, thing, like not an actor, um, it's, right. The, the, the actor, uh, he's in a lot of stuff, a lot of movies, great actor. Um, Gail Garcia in, Burnell. Yeah. He's in almost Paros. I think he's in yeah. a bunch of stuff. He's yeah. just a, a tremendous actor. I keep using the words tremendous and egregious. Um, and the makeup so great and here's the thing bob yeah the, the thing that's important to remember about makeup especially when it's on actors and it's on their faces is that makeup is sticky and you know what else is sticky bob i'm gonna say uh stickers especially great ones that are made by a great company stickers riot stickers we had sharpie riot the ceo of riot stickers uh big our, our champion supporter here at the frumis channel um, he has decided to unveil a brand new promotion for the channel. The promo code from us is gone now, and we have a link. That's it. It's just a link. Riotstickers.com slash from us. When you go there, you get a deal that you're not going to find anywhere else when it comes to stickers. I'm going to tell you what this deal is. I mean, he's got to be crazy to be doing a deal like this. You can get a thousand stickers, a thousand stickers for seventy nine dollars. That's really Dude, good. That's, that's really a good. really good deal. Yeah. Or sorry, seventy nine dollars. So how much? How many? What is that? What is the price per sticker? It's about seven cents. Where else are you going to find stickers for seven goddamn cents? And you know, the the stickers are vinyl, so they're automatically going to be waterproof. But what do you do about the sun, Bob? What do you do? When the sun shines on your stickers, you're going to lose that the color. image. Yeah, they're going to lose and that the, color. Well, not on riot stickers. You know why? Because Sharpie treats them with a UV coating. Did you know that? There's a I UV coating. Yes. So your stickers are going to be protected from the sun. They're going to stick. They're waterproof. And they're going to be protected from the sun. Ridestickers.com backslash from us. The, the link in the description. Link in the little scrolly thing right here. You're not going to find a better deal on stickers. Trust me on this. Stickers are three inches by three inches, which is, this is 2.5 by three inches. So just add a, add a half an inch onto this sucker right here. And you, you know what you're getting. Um, let's, uh, let's go to the less than Jake guy theme song that we've all heard a hundred thousand times. I never get sick of it. It's a great theme song. It is. It's a great theme song yeah. and go. tune man what a lovely tea party that was and the last thing i'm going to say here last plug um if you didn't know i have i make t-shirts or i design them at least and there are links to those t-shirts not only in the description but if you go also to bob rose's thundergrunt link tree he's got his own thing of t-shirts mine are just all tree. comedy ones they're just ones doesn't matter doesn't yeah. matter those are 
Bob, I know. Bob I'm, Rose the, I'm just letting you know what, what they are. They're they're yes. they're not branded or anything. They're not Thundergrunt. They're just comedy stuff. I find well, funny. mine are just minor pizza themed punk album covers. Some of them or pizza which is themed. Great. That's great. Pizza themed punk shirts. So we have our Destroy Pizza shirt, which is a Bad Brains parody. We got Never Mind. I want to get another slice of pizza, uh, which is uh, Sex Pistols uh, shirt um, parody thing. Uh, so we got a bunch of shirts. You could see a variety of them. You could see the store that's directly on the YouTube channel or uh, down below in the description. Check all that stuff out as well. We got three different T-shirt stores for you, okay? Four, four including Bob's. So check out <laughs> yeah. the T-shirts. Um, anyway, okay, enough, enough with the selling of things. Uh, back to this. Okay, so here's my big, here's my big gripe with, okay. um, with this with this this show this special uh werewolf by night it's gonna be the length isn't it you're gonna say the length. no oh, oh yes yeah 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 for sure partially the length but that's not even that's not true because they could have i i feel like they still could have communicated more story with that runtime if they had wanted to maybe it would have felt a little squished my gripe was that I feel like we were coming werewolf by night is really insider baseball. It is it's uh, for Marvel standards. It's very, very, it's obscure. Man thing is not obscure. Man thing is more obscure than the big guys, but he's not. Yeah. He's he's more werewolf known by night is way more even obscure oh, than man thing. Yeah. That's straight up inside baseball. I didn't even know, you know, I'm always aware of like horror comics and things and stuff and creepy and yada, yada, yada. And I'm sure that the, the name werewolf by night has passed through my ears at one time or another, but it's just, it's very obscure. Do I love it? Do I think it's great? Absolutely. Fuck. Yeah, it's great. But like, because it's so inside, I feel like you can't just throw us a special. You can't just throw us into a special. I need a little bit more. I needed 10 more minutes of character establishment. You know, all these interesting characters and they really are very paper thin. And I just needed a little bit more of it all uh, before we launched into the action. So what I felt like was we were cutting into a story that could have started a little bit before and that's probably my biggest gripe with werewolf by night which i liked where you mm. liked you like the thing you're griping about i'm allowed to gripe about the things that i like no i meant you like the fact that okay no wait a minute. i took the, i took your statement wrong sorry um <laughs> no i mean like i did like it besides okay, yeah, my I gripe i, I did like you're it. saying you liked the thing you just complained about the aspect no. uh i don't agree i think it was i don't think it needed to be longer i think it has enough in there to let I don't even you don't even need to know anything about Werewolf by Night. I mean, you just don't. And I think it gives you just a little taste of who he is by the time we're done. It gives you that as it goes. I know? didn't really know. I didn't really know who the werewolf guy was at all. Right. You weren't supposed to. He had to. some he had some history with Elsa that we sort of graze over briefly. Right. And um, you know, didn't even really understand the relationship with Ted. I mean, it was it was fine. I <laughs> well i mean it, it doesn't, fine, it doesn't matter though it doesn't matter it, it mattered to me i i needed to know i wanted to know yeah but that greed is what gets you shit like moon knight <laughs> i don't like i haven't seen i haven't seen moon Knight. well so i couldn't I even know. get through moon knight so everyone can yell at me if you want but i don't keep things shorter is my my thing like also this was probably Jeff, this is not you got to also watch it as a function of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and Disney Plus. Like this was their 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 holiday special and this right. is a testing ground for more. They gave in, they gave Michael Giacchino an hour. Show us what you can do and then we're going to see. Well, he performed very well. That's what that I'm hour, saying though, but sure. as a function of what it is, it's perfect. You might, uh, okay. you might get yes. answers to your questions later. It is like a television thing. It's not a movie as much as it's a television special as we people our age would see it. You know what I mean? You're like, right about that. You you're right about that. I I definitely In um, fact, what, the fact that you want more means it did it all right. I also loved, you know, I mean, we got some nice gore. Oh god, yeah. I, I never wasn't thought intending, you know. I never thought I would see like giant 
blood squirts and stuff in Marvel movies. But and, and you know, they put it in there to be like, hey, we are we can do this if we right. want to. But the reality yeah. is they didn't need to do it. The thing would have been fine without it. We didn't we could have everything. No, it was just a little fine. cherry on top. Yeah. And that I mean, that was cool. I mean, that was it's, really cool. It's honestly, I think a lot of people are really just shocked. It's it's on Disney Plus and it's Marvel. Like it's good regardless of who made it. But I think that the added layer of excitement and enthusiasm is just like, oh wow, they're they're willing to do this at all. Like they're yeah. willing to show some blood and do something as uh genre specific as this. You know, it just feels I, very exciting because they, you know, they give us more when they don't do the cookie cutter stuff, the the factory stuff. And they're this doing was not there. cookie. And this yeah, is not, definitely not. not cookie cutter. Right. And that's a great point, too. It's like, hey, like you're tired of cookie cutter. Here's something that's not cookie cutter. We're not going to make it two and a half hours long. We're going to make it short. We're going to put it in black and white. And we're going to make it gory. And I'm like, whoa, shit. Also, I actually like I guess I like all of those things, you know, for the most part. Wouldn't so. you say, Jeff, that also like those things appeal to a segment of fandom that probably normally is pretty hard on the Marvel Universe? It's a great way to you know what I mean. Over, it's a great way to win over new fans that yes. are genre fans and whatnot. Be like, horror hey, look, fans. we can cross. Yeah, horror fans, we can cross over here. Yeah, in the same way that you might win over sci-fi fans with Ga Guardians of the Galaxy. It's sure, like, yeah, yeah. It's like, holy shit, wait, this is kind of like this is just Star Wars in the Marvel Universe. Great. I love it, you know. And um, but I feel like I feel like sci-fi fans are much more akin to like something like Marvel, whereas <laughs> hardcore horror fanatics are probably people that are a little bit more grumpy about Marvel even existing. But oh, they see sure. something like this yeah. and that might soften them up just a little bit. It might be, you, you know, know throw, a, throw a new blade movie up on the, uh, on sure. top of that pile. Give us some, let this guy do blade. They've lost the director. They've Frankly, I know that we're, I know that he's out of the game except for Deadpool three, but like whoever does the next Wolverine, whoever becomes the next Wolverine, next Wolverine movie, like give us Wolverine by way of, um, Lon Chaney juniors werewolf. Uh, Wolfman would be so cool. Like, not literally, maybe not that stylized. It would, it would, it would be cool, but they're not gonna. That's not happening. I know. I it's know they're not gonna do that with such a yeah. mate with such a blue chip character. Yeah. But like, maybe an animated ver, an animated movie you could get. But like, how cool would it be to have something like in the same way that Logan is meant to be Shane, like the Western? Give us a a Wolverine movie that's like the Wolfman. In that same vein. So I'm not saying that doesn't mean it's in black and white. That doesn't mean that it's supernatural, like in the way that the Wolfman is supernatural, but right. Just like dealing with like oh like sort of, you know, maybe that Wolverine is, you know, kind of like struggling with his monstrous side. Like I just feel like there's uh that would be a really cool, interesting thing to see. Well, so, so what you're probably gonna get from this, and I had to look it up, so I apologize. Sure. No, oh no, don't apologize. Screen. There is there is from the comics something called the Midnight Suns. If you've ever heard of the Midnight Suns, I have not. So that's a that's a superhero team that consists of Werewolf by Night, Blade, the Punisher, Moon Knight, and Ghost Rider. Sold. So, so I'm thinking, see, like <sighs> like they can they're only going to be experimental within the parameters of the MCU existing. We don't know when Werewolf by Night the special takes place, but I'm thinking that. It's always a plan to build, right? It's always that would probably include uh, man thing would be included in that midnight. That'd Suns. be cool. That'd be fine too. But I'm saying like it's It'd always it's always one. a building plan. So I'm thinking that this we're definitely going to see werewolf again. Absolutely, I don't. I definitely think we're definitely seeing him again. I, I like him. He's a oh cool yeah, character. no, he's a cool character. I wouldn't even mind him and Blade like doing a buddy movie or something like that. <laughs> sure, <laughs> or sure. whatever they're going to do with Blade, you know. But uh, I, yeah. I feel like that's the that I'm guessing. I'm just guessing that's uh, Kevin Feige's plan is uh, Midnight Suns or something akin to that. Frankly, seeing Man Thing really just made me want like a super like super like dark live action Swamp Thing, which I guess that 
that came about in that season of Swamp Thing, which I didn't watch. But people like fuck, people love that show. I didn't watch it. Either, I've heard. I've heard people loved it. It got canceled too quick. But I, what can you do? I don't know. But I wouldn't Nothing. mind. I wouldn't mind seeing Man Thing kind of be like uh, Werewolf by Night sidekick going forward either. I wouldn't mind that. I mean, him be, having a silent sidekick. Yeah, they had good chemistry. Had good it, chemistry. Was, it was cute. It got, was really got cute. a little Jay and Silent Bob thing going almost. Yeah, that's know? exactly what I thought. That's <laughs> yeah. exactly what I thought. They're talking about getting sushi. Right. Exactly. Ted. Hey, Ted. You know. Also, like it's just Werewolf himself, or Werewolf by Night, whatever you want to call him. Um, he's pretty as far as like his power set and the the mumbo jumbo surrounding him is it's all fairly normal. It's not confusing. He is a werewolf as by traditional standards. Where then you add in Man Thing, who is like Stanley, you know, got high and thought of Man Thing. It really but did. It, yeah, it's like a scientist turned. Well, wait into a minute. That. Did who came first, Man Thing or Swamp Thing? I'm pretty sure. Th I think Swamp Thing came first. I'd have to look it up. But nobody, I know that there was the thing about the both of them is nobody ever had litigations about it. There That's was so weird. There was never any like back and forth being sued about how close they were. And Swamp Thing was eventually changed. His original story was almost identical to the creation of Man Thing, which was they were both scientists. They were both working on, I think, this like a uh, serum. One was a super social serum. And they both like fell into a swamp or something like that, and they became yeah. the things that they are. But Swamp Thing was changed into like an elemental being later on, like his 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 you like mean Alan Moore, the Alan Moore mythology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was changed into like that a plant, a plant that that is trying to emulate the idea, the idea of, of Alec, of, right? Exactly, Holland. Whereas Man Thing is a human soul trapped in that body, and he has the weird ass power of being able to burn people. people with elemental yeah. light or some shit like that which is great i couldn't believe we saw that power in this in this special yeah because i was like <laughs> i was just like like that kind of goes into the territory of where you said jeff where you were like we're just dumping people into this so when he grabs the the character and just burns him alive i was like i know what's <laughs> happening but most people probably have no clue. But I guess they just assume this thing can do any to do something like that. No, I, I did know that man thing had a power like that. I that was not a surprise to me. But yes, it it probably. See, yeah, Astro Zombie said Midnight Suns or Legion of Monsters. Yeah, I think, uh, I think that's where it's going. It has to be. It has to be right. Uh, it, they have a plan. They always have a plan. Uh, you know why? Because it's going to take that money. Nothing's wasted. Nothing is wasted. Yeah. Everything is. Um, Unless know. everybody hated it, then. But people love this special, so I think it's no, it's done. Yeah. It's done gangbusters for them. So I know. think it'll also make that all the problems they've had with Blade lately. I think that it'll help them re, uh, recenter themselves on where they should be going with Blade. Hopefully, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, I'm pretty much on board. Like, I still haven't watched the uh, the Hawkeye series yet, and I, I haven't loved it. watched. It's it's MCU Mystics. doing Shane Black. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'll watch, check it out. But like, you know, oh, and She Hulk. Those are the two things I haven't seen yet. Honestly, um, those are my two favorite MCU shows so far. I'll probably catch them in November when I'm done with this uh, horror horror movie thing i gotta be honest with you i'm actually kind of burnt out like so early from doing the reviews and i think that next year i may i mean you're the one who decided to do it because i did it last year but yeah, you know yeah. what i realized i think i i'm not having fun i normally have fun when i do my marathon and now it's like it's like such a i'm, I'm turning everything into work so i think what i'm going to do is next year I'm gonna do four shows at the end of the week that that and do uh, a little bit about each thing that I watched, you know. Uh, instead of trying to do, you know, thinking, oh, these are evergreen videos. I'm gonna do a video about this, I, and that's true. They have been somewhat evergreen, but it's I realized annoying. we're changing the topic a bit to talking about streaming. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. We're still, we still, we're still got a little bit of time. Um, Jeff, I would get absolutely sick of it if I did any of them by myself. Yeah. I would refuse to do I don't I would refuse to do podcasts by myself. You know, I mean some people do it like Bill Burr does it. 
you do it. There's people that do it. Just talking to a microphone. I well, I would get bored instantly. I you know what it that. is? You know what it is? I, you know why I love it so much? Because it's the only thing that I can do where I literally could sit in a chair and don't need anybody else. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Right. Like I could just sit. I can have a conversation. I can talk. I'm, I'm happy to talk and I don't have to deal with, Oh, is X, Y, Z going to show up is, you know, is it going to rain outside? The, my biggest problem right now is getting more stable Wi-Fi, which is actually a pretty big problem. I but, can tell. Yeah. So hopefully, <laughs> yeah, actually, that like could a, change. Isn't there a new type of Wi-Fi now? It's like a. It's, I forget yeah, it's called it. a fucking landline. That I need a goddamn landline is what I need. And yeah, but very the, soon, it's that. But there's actually a new name for it. I, God damn it! What is it? I don't know. But all I know is I need a friggin' landline, hardwire connection. I need a new computer. There's so many things that I need to up up my game. It's called Wi-Fi I, Six. Never even heard. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know Wi-Fi yeah. 6. Yeah, it's called Wi-Fi yeah, 6. Right yeah. on. Yeah, no, Wi-Fi 6 is what's up. Yeah. Uh, I don't have it. But oh, sure. It's... I'm just saying. I just looked up what it was called. You need yeah, the no, Wi-Fi I've seen 6. It. I've yeah. seen it. My wife has it at her work. I've seen it. It's it's pretty it's pretty sturdy. Sturdy yeah. stuff, you know. Um, What are you looking forward to? Are there, are there any horror movies that you're looking forward to watching this month besides volleyball movies? Oh, right. That is such an inside joke. Um, uh, well, I'm going to, I haven't even watched Hellraiser yet. Just out of, just because I haven't, I will, because I'm doing it on my show. Um, it's really I'm looking, good. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to eventually watching Barbarian. Um, oh, Smile. Shit. I want to see Smile. I want to, I'm very, after watching X, I'm very excited to see Pearl. Um, yeah, I mean that's a good little batch of horror movies, right? I mean, sure. Like it's it seems like it's a pretty good year for horror. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, yeah. I've seen all of those movies except for Pearl. I'm currently working my way through Yellow Jackets, the show, which is incredible. oh my god, dude, it's so good, it's ridiculous. I okay, can't believe you I'm have to this. come. You have to come on for season two because we <laughs> did season one already. So the only so I, I to be we honest, did a with season you, one show. Yeah, I, I went. Don't say anything about it. Number one, I'm, I'm not, not. I'm not saying a word. I went into it only because I I, I knew nothing about it, but. The other day I watched an interview with Christina Ricci and she talked about it. And I was like, okay, she's in it. And Ed Sanchez. She's so good in it. She's my so good. In it. Right. I'm going to name drop my buddy. Ed, Ed Sanchez director right. of the Blair Witch Project. He directed the finale. So I was like, all right, he yes. directed the finale. Oh, he did such a good job with that. Right. You tell him the next time you speak. to him. <laughs> I will. So he directed the finale. She's in it. I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch it. And I started it. I was like, this is the premise. I didn't know this. Nobody oh, told me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, fuck. Okay. So, yeah, I'm totally in. I It's awesome. It's I, I like did not <laughs> expect how good Yellow Jackets was going to be. Oh, it's it like, incredible. it's just, it's, it's great. It's really, really great. Yeah. And, you know, they just keep you guessing. Well, why is that like that? How did that happen? Blah, blah, blah. blah. And you're just sitting right. there just scratching your head going, you know, what what, where, what episode are you on? I'm not going to say anything. Don't worry. Just curious to know what episode you're on. I think five-ish. I'm so jealous that you have like literally five episodes to yeah, enjoy. Yeah, I've, I've still got like half the show or season. Oh, one. man. But um, yeah, no, it does a great. Enjoy anytime. the ride. Anytime there's a lot of shows that do this really badly where they go back and forth in time. This show so far, I have never once I like it's how this perfect. has turned into a yellow jackets review. I have never once been confused when what time period I'm in. And yeah, there's a lot of television shows and movies that jump back and forth that just do it horribly. Where you're like, wait, when is this? <laughs> Who is it? I even yeah. know which girls are which, and I knew them pretty right. quickly. Like it was that well handled. Yeah, so yeah, it's 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 and um I'm gonna give some credit to what's her name that did Jennifer's body, uh Karen Cus Diablo Cody? No, 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 the director, Karen Kusama. Oh, okay. I think her name that's that's yeah, like I I actually love Jennifer's body, but I it was like when I saw her name, I was like, All right, I am so in on this. Like I realize why it's good. It's got the creative team and the premise is incredible. <laughs> it's just incredible. Yeah, dude. I, I'm I'm it's I'm one of those really, premises where I'm you're like fan. 
as a as anyone who's like a writer or creator when you see a premise like that you're like damn i wish i thought of that yeah oh yeah you i know? mean it, it just combines it combines it like combines Stephen so king many different and, things yeah. yeah it feels like a stephen king but like with a different twist almost yeah it's like it without the clown like right just right. the idea of like the kids and the adults the now and then and what, aspect it's like somebody said it and lord of the flies yeah oh my god like, yes yeah you know what i mean and it's just like yes and and alive <laughs> like you took and those alive. things and put them in a blender and you get this show and, you, awesome. and 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 one last thing i'll say about it and then we'll we'll wrap up here sure uh there's just a, an ominous feeling of dread that sure. it accompanies every episode and you're just dreading what like what could possibly because even just the way that they talk about it from where you're at from where like it's just like they you know why because where i'm at is you think you don't you know everybody did horrible sins right that's literally what and i mean like I so you know I that's the dread I yeah yet. i just try to be scared uh careful i don't want to spoil it right right well i'm saying i don't know the sins completely yet but i right. know that all of them either murdered witnessed murder probably ate human flesh i don't know don't tell don't say anything i'm not saying i'm keeping my mouth shut but that's all the there that's all like it's just boiling underneath the surface it's just under yeah i was going to say yeah. hanging over their heads is that yeah. that that's some really all i'm going to say is some really bad shit clearly happened as we know we you know that from episode one that's well, episode one bad right shit. Yeah, like the idea that they had that they survived this disaster, even from that angle. And as a human so being like, who's seen alive like forty five times when in the nineties when it was on cable, constantly. there you go. There you I'm go. I'm familiar with what happens. <laughs> and yeah, I, I'm just I'm so I, I I'm just so like cannot wait for. And you know, it's also one last thing. It's one of those shows that when that weekly like you have to wait week to week. When that show ends, when when like the week show the week show ends, you're like fuck, I gotta wait a whole week. Like you just don't want to wait. Know. Like you can't I can't imagine. Having, I'm I'm just watching it straight through, so I don't have. Yeah, to do that. I'm super jealous. I will purposely do that with shows because I just it hurts can't, too much. It hurts. It just much. hurts too much to. It's excruciating to like yeah. have to wait. So yeah. yeah, this is a great werewolf by night review. <laughs> So watch Werewolf by Night, <laughs> Night on which Disney is awesome. Plus. Yeah, it's great. That's not the first time that Bob and I have done that on a show. No, the first either. time I was ever on your show was for um, WandaVision, and we talked about like Batman and Superman and Star Wars <laughs> for like an hour and a half. Oh my god, that was the worst <laughs> show ever. And we made, no, it was a good no, show. It was a if good it, show. If it came from those worst subjects. WandaVision show. <laughs> it was the ever. worst WandaVision review ever. You know what I've realized though? I've like noticed a trend on my channel. Like I, when I try to talk about popular shit, people don't care. It's like the more esoteric, interesting, weird shit. Right. That yeah. I see up or music. Those are the two things. So if it's like weird history or if it's music, I see well, definitely see an uptick in engagement and viewership. If I may, Jeff, it's like, you know how we both do everything backwards as we've talked about. Right. Like you, you'll post your video preview saying we're going to we're going to review Werewolf by Night live. Whereas when I do something with my podcast, it's like we do it. And then, and then I'll say what it is after the fact when I know what happened. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, yeah. like, like, I'll like the description becomes whatever it was. You know what I mean? It does. It's not right. So it's right. a whole different school of thought there. Right. Well, my, yeah, right. I'm going in with an intention and you're like, <laughs> well, I'll have like something actively. Right. Yeah. But, then it, but at the end of like shrimp night, I'll be like, all right, what the hell did we talk about? All right. Okay. That's what it's about. Yeah. Okay. But one thing that we both do is that we both don't like to promote shit in that, like, when something's done, you just go, here it is. Or, oh, I'm scheduled this. Like, I don't promote anything. I'll just go live, whatever. You just do it when you do it. Yeah, I just release it. I'll post it once and then never talk about right. it again. Because like, I, like, I don't want to. Because who has that time or energy? You know, <laughs> like, just on to I the mean, next it, well, that's the thing is, you post something, it's up, I'm done. See, yeah. see you next time, kids exactly if you want to revisit it it's there i you know i don't know what right to say. it lives it lives forever on on servers somewhere apple amazon music well for you yeah over the world 
yeah. taking over the world one tentacle at a time. So that way, yeah. when a lot of <laughs> our, we're a generation of people who, when we die, you can still listen to literal like weeks, months of us talking. Without... <laughs> Assuming that the civilization predicated on civilization surviving us, that's right. the otherwise will be like every other human that there ever was. I think there's enough video and audio of me to make a pretty good deep fake at this point. Sure. I mean, yeah. definitely like an audio version of you. Yeah, definitely. Easily. Easily. Easily there's 12 years version. of podcasts that exist. I mean, I could literally cut and paste sentences of like Bob saying like, I like to eat my own shit or like. <laughs> as long as you don't do it, like I'm like threatening somebody. <laughs> you know, like, Don't do that. But I, I don't mind the shit stuff. They used to be like Bob's make Bob say a sentence like, I hate Star Wars episode nine, but you wouldn't have to like edit that together. It well, I say be... that I'll say that yeah. now. You want to just say it? <laughs> yeah, make it easier for me. I, I kind of do hate episode nine. So now, now what I'll do is I'll take that sound bite and I'll take out, I kind of do hate and I'll put love. Oh, okay. And then I'll do a reverse. So it'll be like Bob saying, I kind of love Star Wars episode. I mean, if you nine. want to, I got to say, I love Rise of Skywalker. Oh, you can just like it's a completely untrue on your own foot. It's a no, completely I'll untrue statement. But I don't nope. want you. I know that you're a busy that, man, you're yeah. a husband and a father. I'd rather you that just use time. a clip. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. that. You saved. You saved yeah. me time. You Not that time. anyone gives a fuck what I think about that movie anymore. Nope, but, but yeah. still. But still, sure. it's the it's the principle of the matter. To quote Sean Connery on SNL Celebrity Jeopardy, "Shock at Trebek." Sure. Um, yeah. I want to thank I want to thank uh, Bob for for coming on the show. Love having Bob here whenever he Thanks pops his head in. Of course, this man. This is a fun um, little short thing. Yeah, isn't it nice to just get in and out? It's not like just a no. Every time thing. it needs to be four hours, or else. Yeah, I mean, it just it's too much, man. I I love it when it comes in under an hour. It's just so beautiful. Although I like the four hour thing because it's like a marathon. It's like they're both great. They're both yeah. great in their own way in their own time. Like come winter when it's like too cold to go outside and like blah blah blah. You know, I mean, hey, fire up the midnight oils and like talk talk stuff right. you know four hours do. on uh, jingle all the way too <sighs> there is a jingle all the way too yeah, oh is. that would be okay now that would be last thing that would be a really interesting challenge to do long form shows here's the concept ready a long form show on something that is doesn't deserve long form so anybody could easily do a long form podcast and something like boogie nights, which is sure. there's just so many aspects from the fact that it's literally star Wars and episode of new hope to, you know, so like all these different things. I mean, I was going to say, Jeff, I, you, I mean, I did, I had, you've heard me talk about this, but I did do like over, I think 30 hours worth of review material for the air bud franchise. And that yes, was an exercise. That. And it, it, that's an exercise in exactly what you're saying. Like, those yeah. movies did not deserve to be talked about. In That's orbit. not true. They do, but they do. <laughs> For they comedy's do. sake, I think they did. And we did get a lot of good comedy out of it. And I think that, like, you know what's interesting? In a way, those movies can actually be talked about longer. Ironically, there can be <laughs> talked about longer because you literally have to break down and process the ridiculousness of every single thing. Yes, that Dude, happens at, to them at some point in those when we got to like the sequel to like Santa Santa Buddies. Like, there's a sequel that veers Santa off. Paws, Santa yeah. Paws, and Santa yeah. Pops or whatever. Like yeah. when you're when you're like when you're into that, you're, you're like, what am I even watching? It's still connected to the universe, but it's like, <laughs> like how is this even a story that's being told that anyone gives a shit about? It's amazing. Um, but that's why, you know, like, that's why, okay. So, you know what I have that I've been saving for like, like a, like a good bottle of wine. Okay. Um, how about for Christmas, we do elf man starring Wee man with Jeffrey Combs as the bad guy. Uh, we can, because I literally know the guy who shot it. Okay. That's awesome. I bought that <laughs> at a blockbuster. 
In fact, you know, who, you know the director of that? You know who, he's done other shit that's awesome. I don't know. All I know is I bought it for 99 cents at a Blockbuster in 2013. It was the last <laughs> time I ever was in a Blockbuster. It was one of the last things I ever purchased in a Blockbuster. And it's literally sat on my shelf waiting for something like this. I've just been waiting to watch it. I also have Dead Sushi uh manborg i got a bunch of stuff but I mean, manborg is a, pretty much a comedy that's what the, yeah the but elfman elfman is like something that i just seems so special as soon as i saw that jeffrey combs was the villain i was like this is just too special to not buy yeah for 99 months, i know so. the guy who who i i know the one of the um guys who did the makeup for elfman and did the shooting for elfman and when elfman was being made i had a night at a local venue where we sh- where we would go and show our in process short films to a yeah. good crowd, and the guy brought the director of Elfman, amazing, and, the, and he's and he's a guy who did special effects makeup for Gremlins. If you didn't know that, no, so, I did not know that. So like one night I was showing this like <laughs> shitty this shitty short I was making, and then. I found out that a guy who worked on Gremlins had been sitting in the back watching it. I was like, oh, I didn't know that guy was going to be here. <laughs> I felt so embarrassed. All right. Now we really have to talk about Elfman. So we're, <laughs> I will, I again, keep that in mind for around Christmas sure. time. We'll have some special Christmas themed content. Uh, Bob will be our Christmas correspondent because he loves Christmas so much. I do love Christmas. It's my favorite. So. We're gonna ha- we're gonna do that. Maybe maybe we'll do twelve days of Christmas here on the Frumus channel, even though I'm a Jew. I mean, there's also great. Jingle All the Way too, which is a straight to video. I'm I'm like dreading it's, watching that. Like I do not. Yeah, with Larry the Cable Guy, I don't know if I could do it. I don't know if I could do it. It's so it's so embarrassing and painful. And listen, I'm all about that shit too. I'm 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 low key about that shit. Like you are like super extra about it. Like I love it, but like I just don't talk about it that much. Like I'm all like my mother married a step monster fucking I don't know what else. It's like all those 90s kids movies like they're all great. Like, yeah, but um, the sequels they're making now aren't that's like they made cop and a half two, kindergarten cop two. That that sounds that sounds like the best worst thing I've ever heard. Like, so (laughs) I've seen kindergarten cop two with Dolph Lundgren. It's not as good. (laughs) I just love I just respect so much your need to like like your your what's the word um obsessed not it's not obsessive it's uh the compulsion you have this compulsion like i have to see it it's the sequel to that movie <laughs> well i mean to be fair i used to have a podcast that was for watching those movies and it was weekly. fair enough it was weekly so fair I, enough. I got i spent a decade getting a lot of them in You've been you've been you've been institutionalized. Right. I don't so do that na- now. It. I watch good movies for my podcast mostly. So it's there different. You go. Yeah, it's different. Um, I'm gonna put a pin in it there because we That's literally fine. are never gonna stop. This was a, a, a tremendous, wonderful show. Love having Bob Rose on. Yep. Um great, thank you. Uh, Bob, you know what? I'm not even gonna normally we say our goodbyes off off the air, but I'm I'm just gonna play out the Patreon and we'll say goodbye here because I got I told you I have so much stuff I gotta do. Yep. So we'll we'll be in touch, sir. Bob and I talk like almost every day on Facebook Messenger. Anyway, not that anybody needs to know that. Yeah, we but, just love um, letters. It's all it is. Yeah, just constant a constant stream, a uh, constant text message uh, stream is how we roll. Yeah. Um. Okay. Goodbye, everybody. Uh. Peace and hair grease. In case you didn't know, we have a Patreon thing here that uh, supports the channel. It's the lifeblood of the channel, and you should all check it out. Hold on stupid fucking system is just so fucking slow fuck you man what the hell i got so much shit i gotta do okay bye bob bye everybody hey guys what's going on it's jeff so i've decided to make a patreon what is patreon i don't know how to define a patreon let me look it up patreon is a membership platform that makes it very easy for creators to get paid for the things that they're already creating i want to do it full-time i want this to be my full-time job In my efforts to make that happen, I've set up this platform. Is it going to work? Is it going to be successful? I don't know. But I would rather try and crash and burn than not try at all. The goal is to create enough passive revenue so that I can continue to do this full-time, 
uninterrupted. Why? Because I love to do this. I love creating content. I love making videos. I love shooting films. I love doing podcasts. In case you couldn't tell, I love to talk and I never shut the fuck up. So right now, I've kept the Patreon incredibly simple. There's two tiers, and that may change in the future. The Murdergram is a simple way to extend support for all of the hours and hours of free content on the channel for nothing more than a dollar. 38 cents goes to Patreon. What's a buck 38, eh? It's less than a cup of coffee. But it's a great way that you can show support for very little effort. When you divide that dollar 38 by the hours and hours and hours of time spent listening to this endless drivel of content, the dollar cost average works out. Next up is the YouTube casualty for (laughs) $6.66. The YouTube casualty is loaded to the gills. Enjoy the archive ad-free as well as ad-free early access to special docu-style podcast videos, music reaction commentaries, and the like a month before they drop on YouTube, loaded with ads, I might add. You're also going to get exclusive content and behind-the-scenes content that is not available on YouTube or anywhere else. So you get to peek behind the veil. And believe me, there's a couple of choice pieces. Most of all, more than anything, whether you join the Patreon or not, I just want to thank each and every one of you that comes to the channel, that watches all the shows, that leaves comments, that participates that subscribes, that's really the most important thing. This is just trying to find a way to earn a living as an artist. And with that, thank you for my TED Talk. Join the Patreon, because we need you! 66 cents.